0: A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option.
1: Well, it comes up at my dinner table, and it's probably a conversation piece in your home, too. Interest rates. They've been scrutinized all year, especially with the shorter term loans that flash the largest increases. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Here to break down what we're seeing today on interest rates and agricultural loans is Darla Socora. She sits on the Wisconsin Bankers Association Egg Bankers Board and she's the senior vice president of egg banking for Citizen State Bank of Loyal.
0: Well, interest rates, as you're exactly right, have been a topic of conversation for pretty much all throughout 2022. It's the variable rate. It's the short-term rate loans. Those are the ones getting all the attention in the media. Those are the rates that have, have really sort of skyrocketed, I guess, in throughout 2022 and especially recently. The longer-term rates, five-year rates, 10-year rates, those have not gone up as much as the variable rate. And again, that's that's not what everybody's hearing. They're, they're hearing what the media talks about all the time, which is that short-term rate. And those will be the rates that will affect operating loans, things along that line. We've kind of, I think everybody's sort of seen this coming. And and over the course of the last couple of years, when we really had historically low Interest rates and agriculture. A lot of our customers got their rates locked in, which has been a great thing. And the reason that's really good is is their hopefully most of their borrowings are not even being impacted by the current rate increases because their rates are fixed. And our hope is that by the time those fixed rates are set to renew hopefully the things have settled down in the economy and interest rates are are coming back down instead of this continual movement upward.
1: Can you share a number with us, Darla, of what it looks like today compared to last year or even years past? Compared to a year ago, because
0: I did look at I looked at rates from the end of 2021 on our ag loans, on our fixed rate loans, the rates are up one and a half to two percent. So, again, in the whole scheme of things, that's not a tremendous amount. Variable rates, however, are up almost 4% because uh, the feds raised the fed funds rate 375 basis points. And so, again, almost, almost 4% there. Any variable rate note is going to be affected by that. And that's the rate that will very likely continue to go up for a while.
1: And Darla, ahead of this conversation, you and I had actually talked about this isn't this isn't brand new territory. We had seen high interest rates in the past, uh, in the eighties.
0: Correct. And the rates from vents from back in those days, today's rates are very mild compared to those. And there's really no, there's really the economists and so forth are not predicting anywhere near the type of rates that we that that were farmers were facing in the 80s when we were looking at 16, 18. You know, that's, that's not even in the cards. It, right now, the rates are where, where maybe somebody could have gotten a, a 4% rate a year ago. Maybe today that's approaching 6 So, again, much, much different than what, what was really wreaking havoc on the egg industry back in the, back in the 80s.
1: Even though it's not as drastic, it's still up, and I'm wondering if that has influenced purchasing. What are you seeing your agricultural clients, what are they purchasing? What's trending? That,
0: that's a good question, and it is a case-by-case, farm-by-farm question. Every farm is different. Everybody's in a, in a different place with where they are. I can tell you this the The whole at least from what I see, and I've been in egg banking for just over twenty years now, and when i started when I started back in two thousand and two, it seemed like everybody was in the modernization expansion just grow mode that that was absolutely that was absolutely a thing, and I don't know maybe eight eight, nine, ten years ago. When some of the and we at our bank we finance a lot of dairy agriculture that's that's the bulk of what we do and when creameries started to get a lot more cautious on on buying milk, and all of a sudden where where for years producers could probably sell their milk to just about anybody out there, that changed and it changed drastically and it changed quickly and so the The ability to market their product is, from what I see again, really slowed down the, the continual increases in farm sizes and so on and so forth. And actually, in the last maybe five years, a goal of a lot of our producers has been to reduce debt, not necessarily to take on more debt. The, then, and we had tough years. And, and dairy ag from 2015 to 2019 were some really, really, really tough years. Very, very low margins. So everybody really just trying to figure out how to maybe uh, refocus on their business plan and to stay profitable to the best of their ability through those years of very low commodity prices, which is what we were facing. Today, milk prices, grain prices are higher, but input. Prices have gone up so very, very much. Earlier this year, I actually had a few producers saying, "Hey, we've, we've, uh, I have money in the checkbook. You know, do I pay my loans off early? Uh, what do I do with that?" And our discussion at that time really was a little more of because we do not know what 2023 is going to is going to be. Um, maybe keep a little of that money on hand so it would prevent you from having to borrow money in 2023 when it looks like, of course, input costs are certainly not coming down or not coming down in any great amount or whatever, and then that keeps them from having to take on higher interest variable notes to be able to operate into 2023. As far as land purchases, equipment purchases, when they're there, each farm scrutinizes that to see if it, with equipment, occasionally, of course, things have to be replaced. Land, if if availability is such that it's in the area, Prices reasonable; those things will be looked at. But it's again definitely a case by case. Each farm in a different situation, trying to determine what makes the most sense for that for that particular farm.
1: Thanks for outlining that. There's a lot of other influencers besides interest rates uh, that you know guide a decision whether a farmer takes out a loan or not. As you said, market volatility risk. Are these kind of the same factors that influences a bank? whether or not they give out an agricultural loan. I want to ask, what is that appetite for banks right now on agricultural lending? Our bank,
0: for example, is, is very much an agricultural bank. And we, we are very aware that, that year in and year out, things change on farms. Things change in the local economy and the global economy. And even though interest rates are, are on the rise right now, as our input costs, again, commodity Prices are are better than they had been, as I mentioned earlier, through that really tough five-year time frame on, on dairy agriculture especially. So I think the the bank's appetite is what it always has been. We are very, very much wanting to work with producers who have the ability or or because of the way they manage and operate, show that they have the ability to repay loans. Each and every loan is something that gets thought out and planned out any loan that that is out there, the, both the bank and the and the farmer would want it to help them to make more money. And certain loans, I mean that that is that is what it's all about. Because everybody's goal is to be profitable, in spite of the fact that we are facing an uncertain future. We have always faced an uncertain future in in agriculture and agricultural banking. So again, the, the appetite is strong but the criteria really are what they always have been yeah we need collateral to make a loan but the number one deciding factor is ability to repay what is what is our projected revenue what are our projected expenses does does this loan make sense for the farm itself because they're the ones that have to pay it back
1: do banks do agricultural banks have the cash on hand to lend. How is that cash factor looking? What are you hearing also from your colleagues, other egg bankers across the state?
0: Banks do have the money to lend.
1: The only downfall right now is that
0: money to lend comes at a little higher price. Our deposits, which depositors for a number of years, they of course were not making a whole lot of return on, on the money that they had in the bank. But the bank uses that money to convert it into loans, and that was one of the factors keeping interest rates low for many consecutive years. Today now, with investments paying more, people are potentially pulling some of that money out of banks and investing elsewhere. So now the cost of funds to a bank is going to be a bit higher than what we had in the recent historic past. So it drives up the cost of money which, as we talked earlier, is why, part of why we're seeing um, higher interest rates than before. But money is available. Money is available to, to be put into the right hands to help producers be able to continue to successfully run their farming operations.
1: Darla Sikora along with us giving us an idea of what's shaking when it comes to interest rates and agricultural loans. Darla is on the Wisconsin Bankers Association Ag Bankers Board, also the Senior Vice President of Ag Banking for Citizen State Bank of Loyal in central Wisconsin. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.